It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and it's Monday. And, you know, I just like... Uh, we always Monday coming off a weekend. We come down going into a weekend on Friday and uh, we come out Monday full steam ahead. Right, Noah? Yeah, it's an exciting week. We've got another great week of shows today. Just went over the lineup with you a little bit earlier on. It's exciting stuff and we're ready to go. Man, it's so exciting. I want to start this week off is with talking about education the investment in education college not just that but how do we go about not just getting our seniors prepared uh to come out of high school and head to college uh also the kids that are in college and the the juniors and sophomores that's going to be transitioning to being seniors this year some of the things that they might need to understand on preparation because this was a, a very speedy year uh this year with the uh, pandemic and uh for as uh, preparation and i don't believe that all kids are ready at this particular time but we 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 got an expert on that's going to talk about these things and talk about how uh she can help and each the students that are in college, the students that are getting ready to go to college and the kids that are in high school that's going to be seniors next year to prepare and understand all the different things that we need to know. Yes, um, this is a very exciting show. And, um, you know, this guest, she has a lot of knowledge. I mean, this is her passion. She she gives great advice, gives great insight, and we are going to learn a lot from her today. And that's we're just so excited about the show. And our guest name is Laura Lorenzo. And I tell you, just sit back. Sit back. <laughs> and this topic is so important. We, we have to understand uh, that we have to make sure that we have to prepare our generation today to be our future leaders of tomorrow and i believe that that start with education understanding uh, vision understanding and focus i call it a buff vision understanding and focus and this young lady is going to give us insight on how we can get prepared for that yes and um you know we're, like i said we're just really excited about this show i mean i know a lot of friends they have um kids who are high school um, seniors getting ready to graduate. They're, they're concerned about finances and, you know, college can affordability. So um, this is a great show for them. Well, you know, I want to start off right before we start this and say that I'm happy to be back in Texas. I spent all last week. And this you here, James. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I had so much fun being back in, in California studios and uh, being there with my great producer, Noah. But um, I, I know just like I was telling you, I, I got to get home. My my wife was here and, and, and our dog. And, and we, <laughs> those are two we, very important parts of your life, man. Oh, man. I tell you. And and both of them are ladies. I mean, so a dog name is Bella and, and she's moody and 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 all that. But uh, just happy to be home. I got back here Saturday. I'll be here for a couple of weeks before I head back there in the studio. Thunderstorm yes. still going on, or is it uh, a little bit uh, normal weather for you? Well, I don't know, man. It looked like it's getting ready to do something like that. <laughs> yes, and I'm headed to New York um, on Friday for about eight days, visiting mom and my brother, nieces and nephews, so I'm going back home. Well, that's exciting. I know. I'm excited. That is exciting because we have not been able to uh, visit family. Uh, it's been a while for a lot of pandemic. us. Right. So Michelle is going to get an opportunity to go back and... 
And I, I will be heading back uh, to the south, Atlanta, Chattanooga, Tennessee, uh, hopefully within the next four to six weeks. But I'm excited about uh, starting this show. Michelle, can you tell our listening audience the purpose of today's show? Yes, the purpose of today's show is to understand how college education is changing and how parents and students need to be prepared. To understand the benefits and costs of attending college in or out of state, understanding the financial investment involved in a college education and understand why college might be a risky investment in time and money. Can you introduce our fantastic, our wonderful guest? Yes, Laura Lorenz. Laura Lorenz is a proud wife and a mother. She has three great kids, Nathan, Nicholas, and Natalie. She was born and raised Mormon and graduated from Brigham Young University. Laura worked for Corporate America for 10 years, but always had a desire to work with high school students. She left a very lucrative career and went back to school at 32. She was the second student admitted to the very new counseling program at Azusa Pacific University. Laura earned her graduate degree in educational counseling and earned a credential to be a high school counselor. Laura and her husband opened Valencia Tutors, which today has earned WASC accreditation, NCAA and AP certification, and partners with the local school district. They have supported thousands of students in earning high school credits. Their company consists of many different facets, tutoring, high school and college courses for credit, SAT, ACT prep, special education support, and college counseling. Laura felt unprepared and recognized that counselors really didn't have the answers and went back to school and was accepted into UCLA's college admissions program. Today, college admissions is the fastest growing arm of their company. The approach is simple. Do not do a dumb degree and stay out of debt. <laughs> this simple re recipe has created unbelievable success. The company has built strong relationships with universities across the country that have the same goal. College can be a horrible investment of time and money. College is changing. Education is changing. It's time parents and students take control of this very important and critical choice. James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, probably presents Mrs. Laura Lorenz. Laura, welcome to the show. And, uh, you know, I, I like your motto, do not do a dumb degree and stay out of debt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that is yeah. so fantastic. That is. That <laughs> is. Uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, because a lot of uh, our kids, uh, they choose these degrees that they want them. And it's it's not going to be successful unless you one out of one million in, in those areas. And they really don't understand. And that's what they pursue. So, Laura, can you tell us about your background and where you grew up? Yeah, so I grew up in uh, Lancaster, California. And, um, you know, actually, since, well, I moved. My parents, my dad was in the Navy, and um, he went to work in the military out at Edwards Air Force Base, and so uh, we lived out there, and my parents actually still do live in Lancaster, um, even today in the same house that I was actually brought home to at six weeks old. Wow. So was it challenging going back to school? I mean, Michelle mentioned something that you went back to school at 32. Can, can you tell us about that? Yeah, you know, um, I had worked my way up pretty far up into corporate America and was doing very, very well. And there is just something, you know, I always wanted to work with high school students, had a passion for it. And my husband, I told him my heart and he agreed. And my, my family, extended family didn't really understand it. Um, but with his support, I went back to school at 32. Yeah. So it was very scary financially, but also really exciting because I knew the impact that it can make if it was done right. Well, you definitely followed your passion, Laura. So what is the goal of a college education? That's the first question everybody should be asking their student is what is the goal of going to college? When I meet with students, I have to say that um, most students really don't know. We talk about college, you know, in high school, we meet with counselors, you know, and it seems to be the main focus, um, but, but when you really ask a student, you know, why they want to go, they cannot articulate that the majority of the time. 
you know, few and far between, I'll have, you know, students that can really tell me, you know, their goal and their vision. You know, um, what are, are some of the benefits? And I know this is going to take us in a break uh, for college planning. So we, we can start that one and we'll pick it up. That sounds good. So what what is the benefit to college planning? I think the main benefit is that it will save you a lot of money. It really does. Um, and you're able to plan academically, and you're able to um, uh, explore options that I think a lot of people don't know are available, and that takes time in planning. And um, I will say that the most important component of this is a really well-thought-out college list. Well, you know what? We're going to take a a break, but we're going to come back and talk about uh, some of the other benefits to college planning. We have Laura Lorenz, and we're going to talk about education, the goals, the benefits. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on iHeart.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. Uh, I'm James Cooley, and uh, we're talking about uh, the time, money, investing in college and education, and we got an expert, uh, Lori Lorenz on here that uh is i'll tell you if if you don't know a lot of these things you pay attention i think you can become better prepared if you got other kids that are getting ready to go to school and maybe not this year but next year uh this will uh certainly help you out but if you want to be part of the conversation please call in at one 344 again that's one 344 lord we were talking about uh some some of the benefits of college planning and i know that uh we had to take a break can you uh finish that please yeah i think um the main benefit is a financial benefit uh for families not only within college planning but also in our futures um because a lot of students unfortunately are you know met with incredible debt upon graduation and um and not able to find work so, wow, Laura, can college be a bad investment? Absolutely, and unfortunately, we have um, students that and families that really need to change the paradigm of how they think about college. So that is why the initial question, you know, that we talked about, like, what is your goal of going to college? If it is indeed to graduate 
um, and be, you know, to have a job, then you're going to have to really be disciplined in how you um, go to school. And that really is going to get us into talking about major selection, I think. Yes, definitely. Um, can out-of-state schools and private schools be more affordable than in-state? Because, you know, I've heard, even when I went to college, you know, we've been hearing this for decades and decades that in-state schools are cheaper, in-state schools are cheaper, but are out-of-state schools and private schools more affordable than in-state? They absolutely can be much more affordable. And um, we have, you know, um, reciprocity agreements, California does, with surrounding state, which is called the Western Undergraduate Exchange Program, that can make um, schools much more affordable in that they get close to in-state tuition. There are universities that waive um, out-of-state tuition um, for eligible students. Um, so in private schools, private schools are very competitive, and they give what is called an institutional grant, some universities, at 100% for families, and they guarantee graduation within four years. Hey, Laura, this is producer Noah, and I'm always very curious. There's things that I don't necessarily know, and this is an, a question I actually don't know myself. So what is the difference? There's probably some students out there thinking about going or maybe some parents that are thinking about that next step in their child's education. What's the difference between a UC school and a Cal State school? That's a great question. So UCs and Cal States have very different missions. The UCs are designed and funded for more research-based degrees. The Cal States are really funded and supported to be more paraprofessional, like teaching and business, engineering, that doesn't have the same research-type focus. Many degrees are not represented at the UC schools, so lots of students will apply, and they are surprised to find out that their degree isn't even available at many of the UC schools. And a good example of that is business. Most UCs have um, the econ and finance, but only a few of them have the business administration until you get to a graduate level. The Cal States, on the other hand, have business programs in all of their schools. So I think it's important for students to understand that, you know, what degrees are represented at each school, as well as understanding that the UCs are much more competitive to as far as application um, over the Cal States. This is good to know for especially, and I didn't know this when I was going to college, but it would be good to know in advance so that you don't waste your time and maybe applying to a school that you're not going to mm -hmm. get into anyway. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, families should know, too, that, you know, Cal States, um, although, you know, affordable, can become very unaffordable if you do what I call a dumb degree and understand that a lot of the, um, uh, you know, programs are impacted, which means that it will take a student on average of six and a half years to get through a Cal State. And that diminishes earnings power, right? If your plan is to graduate in four years, the, you know, extension of Cal State school robs someone of their ability to actually start making money. That's really good to know. Well, you know, you, you mentioned, uh, and, and I, I'm just going to put, put it out there. What are considered some dumb degrees? I'm talking about that's not, that might not really get you there. I know this is tough to answer that question, but there are a lot. I can name a couple of them, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that might, yes. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of really dumb degrees and I would say, um, you know, you know, some people could argue this, but psychology, philosophy, you know, English, the humanities, art, um, although those might be people's 
passions, they don't really articulate into, you know, making a living out of them. You can correct them with graduate school, but the problem is, is that most students are in so much debt that they cannot afford to go to graduate school. They're not, you know, they cannot get loans because, as you know, um, the terms of loans change a lot for grad students. So um, not only do they have a dumb degree, but oftentimes they can't even correct it. And uh, I, I knew that you were going to name some of those because they are. I mean, I, I mean, a lot of degrees, you can go and get the undergraduate uh, degree, but it requires a master's to yes. even get a, almost get a job. I'm talking about a good job. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm, I am so happy that you brought that up because uh, – we might have students out there considering these things. We're not saying that don't do that. We're just saying that there are uh, could be some problems laid on down the line. You know, so, hey, Laura, so why do schools have so many deadlines? Well, you know, a lot of it, you have to think about it from the standpoint that, you know, colleges are businesses. And they want to make sure that they are getting, they're filling their seats. So they have different deadlines, number one, because they want to put their toe in the water and see what the application pool looks like. Will they get a better application pool later down the line? And so um, you have lots of deadlines so that, that universities have the ability to pick the best candidates. And also um, different deadlines for scholarships, different deadlines are out there for um, a rolling admission school versus a traditional school. So understanding things like early decision, early action, priority, regular decision, these are things that really trip people up and families miss deadlines, which um, translate to missed money. Wow. Laura, what do universities really look at when admitting a student into their um, into their into their facility? What, what what do they really look at? Well, prior to COVID, when SAT and ACTs were pretty much um, instead of required, went to considered, and that's a conversation that I could go on and on about, but um, it, it was the big three, right? It was GPA, class rank, and rigor. Those were the three main things that they looked at. That has changed in this last admission year. Um, now universities are putting a lot of emphasis on things like the essay and uh, class rank and GPA. But um, beware of the language that is used with SAT and ACT in regards to test blind or uh, test considered or required. Okay. So um, how can a student cut costs before and during college? There's so many great ways. You know, the first one is a lot of students really focus on AP classes, which, you know, that that's good. But I love dual enrollment if the high school approves that because dual enrollment hits two birds with one stone. It clears the high school, actually three birds with one stone, and that it clears the high school requirement. It does impact the weighted GPA, and it does eliminate a class that you have to take in college and spend money on. You know, uh, you, you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I can tell you that I went to school for about 30 something years. <laughs> and I, I think I did everything, you know, from clip examination to, uh, I mean, all of those type of things to try to save money and also to try to finish early. So, uh, this question is, what is the difference between early decision and early action? Mm-hmm. So early decision is binding. It's binding agreement between the student and the school. And early action just means that you'll get a, um, a, a, decision earlier. So the two are easily confused. So a lot of students where applications might be due for early action between October and November will um, see a decision from the university around Christmas time, sometimes a little later. But early decision is binding and punitive. Um, the other negative component to early decision is that on the application, universities ask if you are, um, if you, if you have decided to go early decision to other schools, which tells competing universities that you are not their first choice. 
Wow. I mean, this is so educational already, and we still got a lot more to go into. You know, so I, I tell you, we're going to take a station break, but we're going to come back and continue to talk to Lord Lorenz. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on TuneIn.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I tell you, uh, I, I'm learning a whole lot of things, and I hope that uh, listening audience is learning a whole lot as well. We got a few people that are uh, watching and listening to the show. My little brother, uh, Michael Bradford in, in Chattanooga, Tennessee. How you doing? Uh, we got June Bayan, uh, the listening. Plus, we got a lot of other people that are watching and listening. But if you want to be part of the conversation, that's one eight eight eight. 344-1170. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. You know, Laura, there's one question that uh, I think, and I, I keep looking at it. What is constitutional grants? What is a constitutional grant? Constitutional. Institutional grant. I'm sorry. So whenever you see the word grant, that means free. It means that you don't have to repay it. So we love grants, right? We don't like loans. No, we do not like loans, but we love grants. And an institutional grant is um, predominantly given at uh, private universities. And I always look at it like this. There's a sticker price to the school. Then it's the institutional grant that's given. And then there's the net price. So some universities give anywhere, I mean, they're, they're big ones, anywhere between twenty-five dollars and $40,000, depending on a student's GPA, um, which can make school very affordable. And those grants are given over four years. Oh, okay. So, Laura, what is going on with the SATs and ACT exams? And should students still take standardized exams? Yeah, the SAT and ACTs are a hot mess. So with COVID, what happened was that universities confused parents and all of, you know, the, the hypersensitive, you know, parents that only got their students, you know, focused on SAT and ACT as early as their sophomore year, all of a sudden were told, don't do anything. Um, but the problem is, is that the language in which universities are accepting students that without the SAT or ACT, when a school says blind, that that means they will not include the SAT or ACT. If they say consider, what that means is that you can be um, admitted to the university, but not admitted maybe to the major or given money. So parents have to be very careful of the language that these schools are using. My um, recommendation is to still prepare because the SAT and ACT still drive financial decisions at the majority of universities across the country. Well, that's good to know. You know, I'm learning a lot here. The whole, I think the audience is learning. Um, dual credit versus AP courses. Mm-hmm. Which one is better? You know, there's a lot of debate about this. I have my favorite, um, which is dual. And I think because a lot of universities, what happens is that they don't accept the AP credits. 
they might look at a student and say um, the course doesn't meet with our standard. Dual credits are a lot safer because they're um, at a community college, and if a student gets a C or better, those credits will transfer. Many times a student might take an AP class and get a three on the exam, but the university does not see that as proficient. So the dual credit not only saves money, it gives weight to the GPA, and it almost, not in all cases, but in almost all cases, will transfer to the university. Noah, here, producer in the the booth that nobody can see. Laura, what's going on with the SAT and the ACT exams? I know there's some people wondering if they should still take standardized exams and the importance of them. Yeah, so my advice is to absolutely prepare for those tests because um, right now, um, like I I said earlier, is that a lot of the language at the school is that a test is considered, maybe not required for admission, but it is considered. And what that means is that you might be admitted to the university, but not necessarily the program. And it could exclude you from any, exclude you from merit-based money. So my advice is for families to still take the either one of those exams. And by the way, SAT and ACT are accepted equally at all universities across the country. Speaking of money and wanting to save it, because you're always looking to, no matter how much of your own money you're putting in there, you want to make sure that you're able to you know, cut that cost. What is a CLEP and how can it save students money? Well, clepping is my favorite thing. I absolutely love clep exams. They're the hidden gem that nobody talks about. I feel like our school counselors need to be equipped with this information because it creates um, a very affordable situation for students. What a CLEP exam is, is that when you go to college, um, your general education is basically a repeat of high school and a waste of time in a lot of ways. The CLEP exams will let a student test out of those classes, which saves um, time and money. Families don't have to pay for these classes if they can CLEP out of that exam. It's an equivalency test. And so CLEP creates their own kind of uh, transcript that gives the university and universities, and there's ways to look up and see if universities accept the CLEP. And if they do, it's one less class you have to pay for and one class, less class that you have to take. You mentioned CLEP. Let, let's talk about that a little bit because uh, uh, yeah. I guess uh, I'm considered an expert in that area. And um, in the military, the military, we really push uh, CLEP examination, college-level entry exam program. And uh, just like you said, uh, there are five general types of CLEP, CLEP examinations, uh, the five major uh, parts of speech. And uh, if you can CLEP out on those, that's 30 credit hours that yes. you don't have to take in college. That's a whole a whole year college, uh, you know, almost, that you don't have to do that. Plus, you can uh, also uh, take other general examinations that you feel that you might be an expert in. I did a lot of CLEPs, and I encourage uh, a lot of the students in my program to uh, seek the CLEP examinations, uh, even if they're taking AP classes. If they're taking AP classes and they are doing well on AP classes, they will knock the CLEP examination out <laughs> out of the park. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, that's uh, just a, that's a lot of money that uh, – uh, that the students and the parents can save. So, hey, Laura, can you tell us now, I don't know what IGETC stands mm-hmm. for and ADT and a TAG in California. Can you explain that, break that down to us a little bit? Yeah, those are lots of um, acronyms. But the IGETC is, in the California Community College, it is um, basically their um, transfer agreement to the Cal States and the UCs. It tells students what they have to take in regards to their general education um, requirements and also the um, as far as the requirements for the Cal States and the UCs because there is a little bit of a difference depending on if a student wants, wants to pursue a Cal State education or a UC education. Um, the Cal States, most of them like the ADT, which is the Associate Degree for Transfer, which is bound and guaranteed if you're going to a Cal State school. The TAG is the Transfer Admission Guarantee, which is used at the UC level. 
Wow, we're getting educated here tonight, I tell you. I've never heard of these acronyms, but, um, you know, in high school, are extracurricular activities important when you are preparing for college, Laura? Not the stupid ones. And there's a lot of, you know, I mean, parents pay big bucks to create situations that exist in the vapor. And so universities are onto this. So let me give you some good examples of what universities look at as legitimate. Playing a, playing a high school sport. You know, consistently um, from the time that you're in ninth grade all the way through your senior year, that's a time commitment. It sh shows universities that you know how to manage your time, that you are um, committed to something, you know, above and beyond yourself. Students that are in like um, Girl Scouts, you know, pursuing the Gold Award or Boy Scouts, you know, getting their Eagle Scout or uh, Civil Air Patrol where students, you know, can really get a lot of the STEM, which by the way, I love Civil Air Patrol. My son is involved in it and it just shows um you know, leadership abilities and different things. So I like um, extracurriculars where students are invested over a period of time, not a day or two. Does that make sense? Because universities don't, they, they are suspect to that kind of stuff. It makes a whole lot of sense because uh, I know that uh, we have had a lot of kids to apply for the uh, military academies. And uh, a lot of things that are important, uh, parents, if you're listening, is to get your kids in ROTC in the high yep. schools. That is so big. Uh, mm -hmm. Extra activities, get them into programs, community service. That is so big, especially if not just uh, the military academies, but in a lot of the major schools that really pay attention on who they admit. And so Laura, Laura is telling you, uh, the right things. And so I, I just hope that, uh, we're paying attention. Uh, Laura, you, you kind of mentioned this a little bit, but, um, we know, and now I, I know, does the type of degree matter and what are the most employable, uh, degrees? And I know you, you mentioned some of the unemployable, but what are the most employable degrees that, uh, we might recommend our, our youth to, uh, proceed? Yeah. So I really encourage families to look at this little website called the Labor, you know, Bureau of <laughs> Labor and Statistics because it shows like, okay, what is the trajectory over the next 10 years? What are the degrees that are going to pay? What are the jobs that are going to pay? And the degrees over the next 20 years are really focused, you know, business, uh, nursing, um, you know, in business with marketing, um, statistics, you know, uh, your software engineering, you know, degrees, some degrees um, in engineering, you have to be careful of that. Um, but you, you have to look at these places to get the information so that when you graduate, you have a degree that is skilled in nature and will translate into a J-O-B. And for people that don't know what that is, it's called a job. So we want to make sure that the BA or the BS translates to the J-O-B. That's the job. And, um, and some people don't care about that, but I think the majority of parents that are, you know, making that investment I really do care about that. And, and you're absolutely right. I like J-O-B, uh, job. And that's what we need to pursue in education as well. Because we can be average and ordinary and just any job matters. But uh, if we really want to, I believe, really wanted to pursue things and really be challenging in what we're doing and having a challenging and successful career, we have to be able to put the time in, the sacrifice, the hard work, all of those things, motivation, dedication, creation, equals job again what have you forgot what i just said motivation dedication creation mdc theory that creates job and that comes i believe from education putting the hard work in and mm -hmm. just doing the best that you can do with everything that you do you know we're gonna take a station break but uh, this is so fun and we're gonna come back and continue to talk to laura and get some more of this Extremely valuable knowledge. It's your life. I'm James Cooley.
There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley. Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 86.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and we're talking education, on education, need education to understand it. You know, we got Lord Lorenz here, and we talking about time and money and investing in college education. And I tell you, a lot of things that you're talking about, uh, I know parents and and students. You did not know about these things because I didn't. You know, so uh, if you want to be part of the conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Laura, what is return on investment regarding universities, and why is it important to understand? Oh, Michelle, this is one of my favorite questions. So, return of investment is putting responsibility back on the universities to support our students in their post-graduation, right, as far as connections and jobs. And um, I love that um, out with the old rubric and with the old rubric of um, what universities are producing the highest paid graduates in the country, Okay. And um, I can tell you that you have not heard of one of these schools. The top five schools in the country that produce the highest income earners over, you know, and this, these are 20-year trajectories, are schools that people have never even heard of before. So, again, that's changing the paradigm of how we think about going to college. A name brand school does not necessarily, you know, prepare you for a job. And there are universities catching on to this and doing wonderful things like co-op programs and strong internships. But the schools that do the best job of placing their students and are committed to that, you know, after they graduate are the ones that have the strongest return of investment. I like that. What is college debt really doing to our young adults, Laura? Well, if you look at how you really gain wealth in this country, it's through, you know, owning a home and it's through 401k and savings. When you are mired and straddled with hundreds of thousands of debts and a dumb degree, you cannot participate in those wealth building entities. So again, you know, going back to that, it's that, you know, it's robbing our young adults of the ability to really embrace the American dream. And I still believe in the American dream. We, it's available if you are able to 
think outside the box and push yourself. And I love what James said earlier. It's hard work. You know, anything that you want requires hard work. It's not pretty all the time. And students have this, you know, um, this view of what college is supposed to be because we are creating this um, nuance that doesn't exist. And this is why, you know, dropout rates in college are terrible. And so we have to really pay attention to the details and understand that college is not for everybody. It can be a dumb investment. You have to really think it through and have a good plan and have hard conversations with your teenagers that are still under the guise of you, you're the parent. And we, you know, those roles become confused, you know, between parent and child. If I'm writing the check, if I'm writing the check to my kid's college, then guess what? I And I'm making the investment. They get to do what I say. If they don't want to do what I say, then they get to write the check for their college. That's how it works. Laura, all that being said, and obviously whether it's the parents footing the bill or the child doing it themselves, working, you know, a gazillion jobs, yeah, making sure that they take the proper tests and going for the right grants, et cetera, is it possible to graduate debt-free? It 100% is, believe it or not. But that means you're going to really have to look at the college process very differently, And I would say that most kids are not brave enough to do that because there's so much pressure to go this traditional route that gets them in so much trouble. Are they willing to take the CLEP exam? Are they willing to take, um, you know, college classes over the summer at their community college? Are they willing to go to a college that has a zero-based tuition? For people that don't know what that is, that means you do not pay tuition. But it means going to a different school. It might not be your dream school. You have to look at things differently and understand, is the sacrifice today that I'm going to make, right, is it going to actually create a situation for me down the line where I will have more wealth? more freedom, the ability to live a dream because I'm not, again, mired by this stupid debt that people get themselves into. Laura, real quick, just a follow-up. I know, and that's also, I believe, maybe just a lack of information. I think some students and even some parents don't know all of the different options to go that route, which is why it's so important to get this message on this show and other shows out there. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. It just comes down to understanding. And a lot of our, you know, high school counselors, you know, that's why I felt ill-equipped. I wanted to make sure as a high school counselor that I was giving my students the right information. And, you know, um, there, it's just, most of our counselors are not equipped, and it's not their fault. I mean, they have big caseloads of students. They're just trying to make kids, you know, make sure that kids get in the right classes. This isn't their fault. But, you know, parents need to um, be accountable. And, you know, Google's my best friend. I mean, I'll just be honest with you. If, you know, if I'm researching and I need information, you know, there's a lot of information out there for families if they're just willing to look. Hey, Lord. Mm -hmm. What are some of the important college myths to debunk? Yeah, I love this question because if you look at the top 10 corporations in the country and you look at those CEOs and you look at where they went to college, almost all of them went to a no-name school. And it's grit, it's hard work, it's perseverance. And I'll tell you something that's very important that a lot of people, um, I think, you know, don't put a lot of importance on is this, is that when you're working three jobs and going to school, your grades aren't going to be perfect. Okay, but you are learning how to manage yourself, manage schedules, work with people. You understand failure. Do you understand that most of our kids today do not understand how to fail? Learning to fail is a skill. It is a skill. And more of our kids need to understand how to do that. And that is why we are failing out of college, because we have these inflated GPAs, we have an inflated sense of self and who we are, and we go to college for the first time ever living even with a roommate, and we don't know how to communicate, we don't have the skill set to you know, actually survive independently, and these are all things that we are slowly eroding in our current culture, and it's important 
important as parents that we parent our children through this very important decision in their life. Wow. You know, I like how you just put that about a lot of the CEOs because you are absolutely right. It's you can go to the school, you put the hard work in and you really do that. But you got to graduate. You got to do the best you can and you got to get out and make it for yourself. I'm talking about work your way up the ladder, Uh, but with a strong foundation that you get in, in school. Lord, what is why is it important to understand net price and what is included? So, yeah, so net price means that's like, that's how much you're paying to go to college. So net price includes your tuition, your housing, your books, your incidentals. Um, and you need to understand that colleges inflate that number. Be very aware of that because they want you to be able to get a bigger student loan. So really research your school. Understand what the tuition actually costs, the housing actually costs, the, you know, the meal plans actually cost. Is there, is there ways that I can save on books? All of those things. Um, and also parents should be aware, too, is you're going to get the little letter from the university, and those letters are very confusing when it comes down to what am I actually going to pay because they include all kinds of loans and things and the the bottom line where it says okay you're paying ten thousand dollars a year isn't really what you're paying so parents need to be very aware and understand um, how those letters work from schools wow you know uh, you're an expert in this and, and um our listening audience need to know how can they get in touch with you uh for your services and also uh ask you any questions uh that they might have yeah. So anyone can email me at my email address, which is um, Laura, L-A-U-R-A, at Valencia, like the orange, and then tutors.com. And they can always call my office at 661-259-7160. Wow. Laura, I want to uh, thank you for taking the time to come on the show. And I, I certainly want to have you back on within the next three weeks and where we going to have some uh, kids that are getting ready in a college or uh, whether it's a technical school, uh, community college or university. So I uh, really need for you to help me out with that one. I want to thank you for taking the time to come on the show. I'd like to thank uh, my great co-host, Michelle Cooley. I'd like to thank my fantastic producer, Noah. Most importantly, I'd like to thank my listening audience for taking time to listen in to the show. We are always looking for sponsors so we can continue to bring this great message to you. Now, we got a, a whole lot of great shows, and we'll be back tomorrow at the same time, same place. And I hope you join us. It's your life. I'm James Cool, and I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been the James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley.